Hey guys, welcome to episode one of the BizX podcast, a place where future executives and leaders come to learn and get inspired. So what are we waiting for? Let's jump right into episode one, launching a startup. Launching a startup might probably be the easiest part of starting a business, right? No, nothing is easy about starting a business. Even in the startup phase, there are many difficulties, such as planning, drawing a vision, building a product, and even finding investors probably one of the hardest parts. According to various statistics, nearly 88 out of 10 startups fail at the early stage. And even in the 20% that succeed, most of those end up not growing to level as they expect. This could be because of many factors, including bad leadership, an unexpected market, or even customers who are not satisfied by your product. So how do you go about launching a startup and making it a success? The first step is, of course, the business plan. Everyone has a business plan, every business. Many successful entrepreneurs come into a business knowing what they exactly want to do in the company. Maybe not exact, but they know what to do and they have a plan. And this is mainly because weeks before the official launch of the company or even signing the company name or even registering the company, the entrepreneur creates a business plan and a long-term vision for the company, which will help the company's growth and performance at the startup phase. An entrepreneur with a vision is the entrepreneur that will think big. I always like to say that because if you have a plan and if you have a vision, then you will reach even one step in reaching your goal. So I guess let's start at the very beginning. What is a business plan? A business plan is a formal document, and it's going to contain the goals of the business, how the business is going to function in the existing or new market, the actions the business will take, and the time it will take to achieve these goals. A business plan can have many purposes, and it can be written for a variety of reasons, such as attracting investors with their progress in the plan, maintaining the focus of the business, or to map the constant growth of the business. A business plan can take hours, days, or even weeks to formulate. It just depends on the type of business or the size of the company. If a company is trying to start out big by working on a project while developing many products at once, they will need many sources of funding, investors, and employees. This company will probably take weeks of planning and organization to form. If there is a company, such as a company based on one product, it will mostly possibly only take a few hours to write the business plan, as more planning and organization can be done on the spot in the future. Usually, a business plan only takes a day or two for many businesses, but it could take a week or so for a business that has a very long-term perspective. So how about for like billion-dollar companies? When these companies started, They most probably had a long-term business plan with their future plans and goals for what their product is or service. And now they still continue to maintain their progress of the company in that same business plan. This is because these big companies also add on to their business plan every time they generate a new idea and develop future plans for the business. Writing a business plan is a never-ending process for many businesses. Many call it the blueprint of a business. And this is because... It's the structure of how the business should be and how the entrepreneur envisions the business. So let's just start out with more basic. So what should be on my business plan? 
So I'll take you the, through the steps right now and with very, very brief descriptions. So number one should be the executive summary. This is usually the first step in every business plan and contains information about the leadership team, an overview of the business, why your company is relevant, and why it will be a success. It can also include parts such as the mission statement, goals, and strengths of the business. Next up is the products. This section answers questions like what your company offers, how these products slash services are made or given, or how does your company plan to develop these products or meet the needs of your mission. You can also include parts with a description of your products, the factories or real estate your company will be using, or even events your company will be planning. Next up, part three is the marketing plan. Under this section, there has to be an initial market, initial market analysis that has to be conducted, which includes all the competitors and companies with slim, similar views. You'll also have to bring in evidence or proof as to why your company will be a success and the type of market that your company will be entering in. Is your product unique to the market? What proves your product will be successful? This section usually includes statistics as well. In this section, you should answer many, many questions about how you will market your product because that is how your company will grow. And next up, number four, this should be the target market. This will include your customers and clients who will either buy your products or give you the business. You should also create a demographic profile in this section that includes age, gender, location, income, occupation, education, and any other specific details about your target audience. It is very helpful to create a growth chart of your customers in this section to evaluate a proper monthly or yearly growth of your business. And under this section, there should also be a strategy for you know, promotions, advertising, social media, or local traction that you're gonna gain out of marketing this company. Next up is the operational plan, step five. This section should include things like how do we plan to deliver activities or products? Is there a need for partnership or infrastructure to help the development of the products? Are there any legal requirements the company needs to meet, you know, like licenses? Or do we need insurance coverage? You know, if it's an app, then apps need insurance coverage. You also need to include things like who will be managing the total ex execution and organizational structure of the company, you know, the executive director, president, CEO, how many employees will we have in the company or in the future? You know, how much employees do we expect to have? What will their pay structure look like for the employees over the years? You know, will there be growth? Will there be managers? Will they have received bonuses, you know, over time? And what type of technology are we going to use to make the product development in the company successful? Next up is probably one of the most important parts, the financial plan, step six. This section should be one of the most important sections because it will describe all the funds you will need to start the development of your product. Depending on the type of company, this financial plan will change drastically from initial like high costs or low initial costs. And for a start, this section should include things like fundraising, cash flow statements, income statements, budget, revenues, subscriptions, expected costs and profits, balance sheets, etc. You know, there's many type of financial documentation that's required. But at the initial phase, you'll probably be running 
you know, like maybe like W-2 forms for your employees, any casual statements, revenues, expenses. And if it's at the very startup phase, then you'll probably need investments as well. And this part of the plan should take time to develop and it should be done with an experienced financial advisor. And this is because some numbers as they're growing, the financial advisors will help you to, you know, cut your expenses or maybe even recommend you on how to grow your revenue by cutting your expenses as well. And even managing your money in the company, assets, things like that. And number seven, this section is not too important, but, you know, it should be used to maybe develop a logo for the company at the initial initial stage for the organization, you know, product image and like it add additional information. And this section is, of course, section seven, the appendix. It should be at the very end of the business plan. And it should include information that's not really too important, but that you can include, you know, additional notes, logos. And if you still don't know where to start after I explain this business plan, well, there's no worries. There are many templates online that will guide you through the whole process. And if you're still young, getting a mentor would probably be the best step in guiding you through the process. I had, a, I personally started out very young at age 16 and I had a couple mentors that mentored me through the process. You know, they, they told me what a business plan was. They told me to make one before I started my company and they told me to keep it updated as I grew my company, you know, made more product ideas. And if you read the whole process of what is on a business plan again, then, you know, I encourage you to go on to the Entrepreneur's article called The Best Business Plan, and this information will all be there. This business plan is, however, just the start of the company as well. You know, there's more larger steps. For example, the next larger step to take is to officially register the company as either an LLC, S-Corp, C-Corp, etc. You know, if it's a nonprofit, then you should register as a nonprofit, 501c3, 501c6. And if you don't know how to do that, you can conduct heavy research through reliable articles online, or you can consult a certified public accountant or CPA to expedite the process. After the company is legally registered, then you can start operations in the company by generating income through either consulting or offering a service such as marketing, which is how I personally initially started out in my tech company. Before I started out, you know, creating my actual products, I needed some capital. So... I started, you know, doing marketing for other companies and, you know, consulting, stuff like that. And that's how I got money to raise to actually start the build of my product, you know, through freelancers. And if you don't know how to find or like even do these, you can just learn online. You know, marketing is quite easy, actually, especially if you're in Generation Z, you know, we're in this phase of social media where we're like experts from an early age. We don't have to be taught how to use social media. So I think that should be like where you should start, you know, create a marketing portfolio for your company and see how you're going to do. Or even if you're good at consulting or other things such as like, you know, helping other startups, you can do that as well for a small price. And if you can't find investors at this early stage, you know, generating side income like this is probably the best way for you to invest in your company aside from, you know, personal startup costs. And after you start generating this income, you will have to plan out the feasibility of your project, which is what you should have started before even creating the company. And then after this, if you think your product is very feasible and if you think it's worth the cost and if you planned out the cost, then you should start prototyping the product. You know, if it's an app, you should go on a prototyping tool or develop a user interface and things like that. And if it's a 
type of company that requires you know a factory or if it's like something like that then you need to maybe plan out but maybe you can't really create a prototype for that maybe you need to really plan out how you're going to do production and everything if it's a factory-based company and then if it's a tech company then i think the next step you should take is you should find developers either freelance part-time or full-time to actually build your product and you should also like you know create a web or mobile application and then you know finding developers would definitely be a first step if your tech company needs you know mobile app development or web app development but if your startup is like you know a magazine like the entrepreneur itself you know i would probably suggest you to consistently post articles by yourself you know if you're the ceo president till you make sufficient revenue and then after you make sufficient revenue you can probably start hiring writers that's what my plans are for the entrepreneur i've actually gotten a question before which asked what should i do if my startup requires a factor well if that's the situation you know a factory actually not a factor then you should then you'll need to find heavy investment or partnerships well that should be the first step if you're starting a factory and you sh- i think you should also have personal capital for that and that should be the first step and your business plan will look a bit different if your company requires heavy capital at startup and as per a tech company you'll probably start building your product with developers and then you will have to plan out your marketing management and maintenance strategy for your product which will require investment and once you find clients and customers this is when your company will grow and possibly exit the startup phase and many companies however will still fail at this stage you know even after you make your product and like even start marketing your company has a very high chance of failing cuz you already have a really high expense rate and no revenues So in order to generate those revenues is when you'll become a success but in order to do that you have to really market your company and put in more investment. And even after they fail at that stage many founders make the mistake of not restarting. You know, they don't find another product or find another company and you're not really a real entrepreneur if you don't restart or you know learn from your failures. And that's when these entrepreneurs actually fail. You know, getting back up, learning from the failure now hustling is what will make you an actual success and this is another discussion for another day and for now we will make it our startup and we'll grow it so ladies and gentlemen this is how you launch a startup and take it to the growth phase after this phase you'll be in step 2 and after you start making constant revenues you'll be in step 3 from there you'll have to learn how to grow into a big business in this hope in this episode i hope you learn what it takes to launch a startup company thank you for listening to episode 1 please subscribe on the entrepreneurs so that you can receive the latest news about our articles and posts please share our podcast and follow us on our social media for the latest updates this is manish and see you on our next episode of the bizx podcast